episode, we will be talking about five ways to combat climate change and reduce emissions with me, Hallie. And Nash. In order to combat climate change, we first have to understand what climate change is, what it looks like, and what it consists of. Climate change consists of two approaches. Mitigation, which is reducing emissions of and stabilizing the levels of heat, trapping greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, which has the goal of avoiding significant human interference with the climate system, and adaptation, which is adapting to life in a changing climate, which involves adjusting to actual or expected future climates. The goal here is to reduce our vulnerability to harmful effects of climate change. Now that we know what climate change is, we can jump into the ways that we can combat climate change. So the first way is a pretty common one. You've probably heard of it before, and it's carpooling, which obviously reduces emissions because there are less vehicles on the road. Oh, and it can also be more fun to ride with someone. Yeah, personally, I don't like driving, so I would enjoy it. And if you can't carpool with someone, make sure your car is running efficiently, which means your tires are properly inflated, which can improve your gas mileage by more than 3%. Every gallon of gas you save equals 20 pounds less of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. The second way to combat climate change and reduce emissions is to save electricity. This can include turning off lights when you're not in the room, turning off the TV when you're done watching, turning off your computer or radio when you're not using them, and turning off water while you're brushing your teeth or shampooing, say your pets or your hair, or maybe washing your car or even showering. I know it sounds inconvenient to turn the water off, in between rinsing your hair, but just try to take small steps and those small steps will become easier and maybe become habits. The third way is replacing your light bulbs. Sounds boring, but actually is really important. You should replace regular light bulbs with compact fluorescent light bulbs. It'll save you $30 over the life of the bulb. If you replace one 60 watt incandescent light bulb with a compact fluorescent light bulb. They also last 10 times longer and use two-thirds less of energy and give off 70% less heat. If every family replaced one regular bulb with a fluorescent light bulb, it would eliminate 90 billion pounds of greenhouse gas, the same as taking 7.5 million cars off the road. Wow, that's a lot of cars. Another way to reduce climate change is by using air conditioning and heat less. Keep temperatures at moderate rates when away during the day or at night, turn down the heat. Oh, we have one of those smart thermostats, and it does just that. When you walk past it, it recognizes that you're home, so it turns on the heat or the air conditioning, and it's pretty cool. Also, adding insulation can lower the cost of heating by 25%. A lot of these ways that we've been discussing are saving you money, so it's like killing two birds with one stone. It's a good incentive for you to start doing these things. The final and fifth way to combat climate change is dealing with food, which is probably one of the hardest to follow. But it's important to know that 13% of the U.S. greenhouse gases emissions are resulting from the production and transportation of food. 
So buying local and eating less meat can reduce your carbon emissions because the use of pesticides, fertilizers, and gas required to produce and transport the food you eat. In class, we've been learning about eating lower on the pyramid, which uses less energy. Okay, we are now joined with a special guest who we're going to conduct an interview with. She is a pilot in training and a full-time college student at Utah Valley University. Please welcome Kylie. Okay, the first question I wanted to ask you is, do you believe that climate change is occurring and happening? A lot of people do not think that climate change is real. So what are your thoughts? I do think that climate change is real because when you look at the seasons in general, it feels like they're kind of shifting. Like summer is coming later and winter is coming sooner. Even like now it's November and it's 19 degrees outside and it's snowing. Okay, do you feel that you contribute a lot to climate change? I do feel like I contribute a lot, and I think all first world countries contribute probably the most because we have all, like, the amenities. Amenities, yeah. yeah. That's what you call them, like, all the water, like, even when you look at your lengths of your showers or the water that goes to wash your clothes and the different amounts of loads you do, and even, like, washing dishes in the dishwasher Mm -hmm. so all that water takes a toll on the climate I feel and then even the cars that we drive with all the co2 emissions because I feel like basically everyone has a car in today's world because if you don't it's just not practical so you can say yeah I'm gonna ride the bike to and from work but if your work's an hour away it's just not practical right so that's one thing that's kind of hard to change, I feel like, unless we start to find different ways for fuel. Mm-hmm. More like electric cars. Yeah. And um, for the future career that I'm going into, actually, I'm going to be a pilot for, like, a commercial airline. So when you look at that with the increasing amount of flights, that takes a toll on the um, climate as well because of all the emissions that the jet engines produce. Okay, and the last question I have for you is, um, what are things that you're willing to try in order to combat climate change? So, like, are you willing to start carpooling or maybe taking shorter showers, reducing your water use, saving electricity? What are some things that you think you would be open to and be able to incorporate into your daily life? Um, I feel like something I could do to personally try and combat climate change is um, limiting my source of electricity. I feel like, and I feel like a lot of people do this actually, you have your phone and you don't want it to die, so you charge it at like, so you charge it at night up to 100 and then Mm -hmm. once it hits like 50 and you need to leave the house, you're like, oh, I'm going to charge it again, so it's up to 100 because everyone needs their phone nowadays. Mm -hmm. So I feel like one thing I could do is maybe just not do that so wait till it goes down to five percent and actually charge it and not freak out about not having my phone with me which is kind of a dumb thing anyways but okay so kind of eliminating that aspect and even turning lights off when I'm not in rooms and um 
taking shorter showers is always something you can do to fix it. Right, just like little simple things. Yep. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure. And yes, thank yeah. you for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Carly. You're welcome. Thank you. This is a public service announcement. It is very important to learn about climate change and become more educated on ways to combat it. We don't expect you to instill all of these ways into your daily life, but try over time to take small steps, like things here and there, that help reduce greenhouse gases. Over time, those tasks will become our habits. It is very important to spread these tips that we shared with you with other people so that we educate more. Okay, guys, that concludes our segment today. So thanks for listening. I challenge you to try to do one of the things mentioned over the course of this week. Good luck and spread the word.